Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live. Uh, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, Pastor Griffin. How are you tonight? I am well. Yourself? Okay. Can't complain. Amen. Is there a game tonight? No. When do they start again? Uh, Friday, I think. Oh, I see. In uh, Chicago, I assume, huh? Yes. Mm-hmm. Next three games are in Chicago. Okay. Uh, okay, so we're here at the round table tonight, and uh, it's just us on the call right now. Are you? Do you have the screen in front of you? No, I don't. Okay. We'll wait a few minutes to see if anybody gets on the call. I don't plan on being on long. Yeah. I like to get some sleep. Yes. Um, we'll see. They usually uh, don't come on at eight. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, did you get a lot of rain today? Oh, uh, we had some last night. I don't believe we've had any today to speak of. We had a lot over Just here. Just a little bit. You had a lot? Yes. We had a little bit, but it was cloudy all day. I mean, it was very dark and, and uh, gloomy looking. Uh-huh. We have um, somebody coming on now. God bless you, Tisa. How are you? Good. Praise the Lord. How you doing? Praise the Lord. I'm doing well. Good. Glad to hear that. Um, my cousin might sign on, but she won't be able to say anything because she's at work. So. Okay. Okay. She might just she might just mute herself in. I told her to just mute it. Okay. All right, Doctor Shaw. We welcome you. Praise the Lord. How are Praise you? Lord. Praise the Lord. Is that Elder Dumas, too? Hello? It's Shanky. They're talking to you, sir. They're talking to you. (laughs) Oh. Yes. Praise the Lord. I didn't. I wasn't really paying attention. (laughs) Somewhere else. (laughs) Praise the Lord. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. Yes, this is the same phrase, but also. All right, I'll do that. So we're just, uh, I'm just waiting a few minutes to see if anybody's coming on. And we're kind of rather casually uh, greeting each other right now. How's the weather down there? 
Yeah. Sixties. Sixties or seventies? Seventies. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say that? What's the weather like over there? Uh, Up there. In the forties. Oh. <laughs> in the forties. <laughs> oh, I don't mean to laugh. I don't mean to laugh, really. We had some uh we had some, oh. over here on the east side we had some hail yesterday. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Well, I was in the car. It was it was coming down. I saw it on the uh, car and on the windshield. Small uh-huh. things of hail. Oh, oh. Well, um, well, we thank the Lord for you all being on the round table tonight, and uh, uh, I, I'm not trying to be long today. I may get off and. Uh, uh, you ought to continue if you desire. I've, I've got some place to go in the morning, and um, I'm going to be trying to get get prepared. I haven't uh, packed or anything, and uh, of course, try to get a quick nap. But um, thank you, to the Lord, for the round table. I'm going to ask Tisa, would you lead us in prayer? Oh, okay. Uh, Lord, I come humbly, and I want to thank you. Give you praise, honor, and glory for another day, for waking us up this morning, for watching over us. I want to thank you just for giving us the mind to want to praise you, to learn about you, to worship you. I want you to continue to lead us, guide us, and direct us, and keep us. And I plead the blood of Jesus over everyone and keep us safe and out of harm's reach. I thank you and bless your name. Amen. 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 So um, tonight, i just like to engage in a conversation that allow me please to uh, just kind of give an introduction about, you know, what I think we're going to talk about, um, you know, that may change. Uh, for the past couple of weeks, I've been um, uh, speaking, talking about uh, Deuteronomy 7, 1 and 2, and the uh, children of Israel going into the promised land, uh, the Lord removing uh, through the people of God, through Israel, the enemies, those that those spirits, those nations that resist, resisted them, those pulling down the strongholds. And, you know, we, we, we touched on some deliverance and uh, et cetera. But today my mind's been um, mainly on one, uh, one thought, or maybe I can um, kind of say it with two words. And that's no limitations. I think that's two words. Um, I'm counting. Dr. Shaw would let me know if I was wrong. Uh, she's not laughing. Okay. Yeah, what? So, <laughs> she, so never, nevertheless, um, some of mine's been on uh, how the people of God uh, have to... You know, we talk we talk about faith a lot of times. You know, we've been talking about faith for years. You know, since we've been saved, and uh, a lot of times um, the Lord is unable to do uh, greater things in our lives and through us because we limit Him in our um, thinking in our. Uh, perception of who he is, uh, 
we've heard messages, we've heard people teach about take the limits off of God. And it's not saying that God has limits on him. It's just the fact that, uh, you know, we say we have faith, but many times we don't we don't think big enough. We don't see the bigger picture uh, that God wants us to see. Uh, many times we have um, there are restrictions there are restrictions in us in our minds that have been formulated from childhood, formulated from uh, interactions with in relationships with people. They've been formulated uh, through quote, church, churchiness, you know, the religious church, etc. Um, even today it came to my mind about the spirit of suppression. Suppression. Um, suppression is a word that uh, says that, you know, I'm going to uh, hold you down, put a check on you, uh, resist you, not allow you to flourish, not allow you to come up. And so um, we need to um, take limits off of our thinking as far as what God can do. I think, I believe twice is mentioned in the Bible. Uh, this passage, um, I think the first time is in Genesis 18 with um, with Abraham. And I think either Jeremiah or Isaiah says it again. Uh, is there anything too hard for God? And uh, usually when that question is asked, you know, everybody will say no. But um, a lot of times there are some things that are hard for him because we limit him. He can't, he can't, he won't go beyond our will. He won't go beyond our, um, what we allow him to do. You know, he's not going to force himself upon us. So this brings me to the um, thought to say um, that's why the scriptures, the Bible says in the New Testament, uh, you know, present your bodies, you know, living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. It goes on to say, um, you know, uh, that our minds have to be renewed. And so... Um, Erroneously, there have been some teaching that says that when a person gets saved, their minds get saved. But that's not correct. Our minds are renewed by the Word of God, uh, by you know, after salvation. And um, even the Scripture says, "Let this mind be be in you," which is also in Christ Jesus. Jesus. Had Jesus had no um, limitations in his thinking about what the Father could do. And I don't know, somebody else just came on. Well, we welcome whoever that is. Who we have just came on. Hi, I'm Larissa Gamble. Well, God bless you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Great. Uh, do you know anyone uh, on the call here? I'm sorry? Are you new? Are you just new to our call? Yes, I am. Well, we welcome That's my you. cousin. That's my cousin. I'm talking about. Oh, this is Jesus' oh, cousin. Jesus' cousin. Okay. Well, well, God bless you. Mm-hmm. So, God bless. Um, 
I'm talking about um, limitations. I wrote something on Facebook about it um, today. And um, as I said, um, you know, because we're saved and um, because, you know, God is our God, you know, Jesus is our King, that we're supposed to be people that um, walk, live without limitations. In other words, uh, our thinking has to be changed. Uh, we have to have the renewed mind. And, uh, you know, our our minds are not saved when when we get saved. That's why you find in the book of 1 Corinthians that Paul's dealing with a church that operates in gifts. They got a lot of other issues. They got issues with each other. They're taking each other to court. Uh, they're allowing things to happen in the church. And then he addresses them in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and says, you walk as mere men. You know, you're carnal. You still have strife and, and you know, issues with each other. He called them carnal um, because their minds were still carnal. They were fleshly. And so it's necessary to... Um, it's necessary in this hour, in this day, uh, for uh, people to uh, not limit God. Uh, and by me saying that, I'm saying that there should be uh, our perception of him should be limitless, that he can do anything, that he's sovereign. He can do anything, and he wants to do anything to us. He wants to use us. And so that's why we see um, uh, different times in the scripture that um, Moses, for example, at the Red Sea with the children of Israel, he's brought them out of Egypt. And then they come to the Red Sea and, and uh, Pharaoh and the army is coming at them. The people are complaining. Mo Moses is kind of getting caught up in it. And the Lord says to him, what you crying about? You know, what you got in your hand? Got a staff. He said, "All right, stretch it forth and and you know divide the you know divide the sea." And so, um, in his own self, Moses, in his own thinking, he couldn't figure out well, what to do. I mean, looks like they were going to be uh, uh, destroyed, and the people with him looks like they were going to be destroyed because how are we going to get across this water? Mm -hmm. Who would have thought? You know, who would have thought only God that the water can be what? Right. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. The dogs are even. Dogs yeah. are even chasing. So, Mother uh, 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 Shane, can you mute? Can you just mute? You can hear me by muting your phone. Um, okay, who, would, there go. Who, would, who would have thought? that a sea could be divided, but only God. So that's why it's important for us to, what, have his mind, have the mind of Christ in us, so we can see things the way God sees things. When Joshua uh, is in a battle, and uh, the sun's about to go down, and he needed more time to fight, naturally speaking, he's not going to have more time, because you can't fight at night. They didn't have street lights. I'm not trying to be funny. They can't. They couldn't fight at night. The fight is going well with them. 
for them, but the sun's going down. Joshua has an extraordinary faith. You know, one of the gifts of the Spirit that's not mentioned much is the gift of faith. And that's what I'm talking about right now, the gift of faith. So Joshua has the gift of faith. You don't see him getting in a prayer line, having a prophet, apostles, some pastor laying hands on him, say, pray my strength in the Lord right now. No, no, no. He speaks to the sun, to the moon, you know, and the sun obeys his words. And uh, he's given an extension of time to fulfill his assignment um, because he's, he's, he's operating with a God kind of faith. Um, and so um, let me just give you one more example and then say this and then kind of open it up for discussion. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Okay, so um, the disciples are in the boat. And we're talking about no limitations. The disciples on the boat, and uh, you know they see Jesus. You know they thought, thought it was a ghost. They see Jesus coming. Peter says, "Master, you know, bid me to come. Can I come out there?" Well, all of us know that you don't walk on water. We we know that. And and naturally speaking, I think there's something on YouTube where somebody in Africa somewhere tried to just go ahead and walk on water, and of course he sank. You can only do those types of things when, you know, you're operating in that kind of faith and you're doing, you know, and the Lord is instructing you and you're doing the things that God says for you to do. So the Lord says, come, just one word, come. He steps out, of, he steps out on the word come. He walks on water until he's distracted. And I think there's a passage of scripture in Mark. Um, chapter 5, verse 21 or 11, something like that, where it says, um, if you have uh, faith as a grain, as a, uh, as a, you know, mustard seed, you know, you can speak to the mountain, it'll be removed. Well, in the Greek, it says, uh, if, you know, if you have, you know, in the Greek, the interpretation is, if you have the God God kind of faith, then you can speak to the mountain and it's going to obey you and etc. And what it's referring to is the God kind of faith is a faith that uh, is exemplified in uh, Genesis chapter 1 where God spake and, and things happen. And that's how the body of Christ, that's how people are supposed to uh, live their life uh, with no uh, limitations. And that's why uh, um, you know, a lot of times we look at Jesus in the uh, scripture and we say, well, look what Jesus did. But he makes this statement before he ascends. He says, you know, greater works than these are you going to do. And one of the reasons why it's greater is because, you know, there's so many of us and, you know, and, um, um, and yet uh, the Lord wants us to even function and operate on a different level. So we have to, uh, so let me just wind this up, my portion, right? And then we're going to allow you to um, just kind of give feedback, questions, talk, exhort, or whatever. Uh, so we have to uh, um, change the way we think 
we cannot, you know, we cannot say, you know, well, I can't do it because I'm an African-American or I can't do it because I'm a Caucasian or I can't do this because I was born in the projects. You know, no, 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 no. We have to, what, uh, have no limitations. We have to see a God that desires to do anything, and he specializes in hard things. We have to, amen, understand that his power is uh, uh, is exemplified through our words. You know, when we, when we speak his words, you know, uh, that we are supposed to expect things to happen. When we uh, uh, lay hands on the sick, we ex- to expect that they will recover because his word says so. So uh, no limitations. We can't limit ourselves. So um, uh, anybody want to comment? Yeah, I will. That's um, that's funny. Be- oh, that's not funny. What you're talking about is something... As a matter of fact, Tisa and I had a conversation about that a little bit earlier in the week about faith and speaking faith into things and into people who are sick and how we put limitations, how there are limitations put on people when um, you try to tell people, well, what about this or have you done that? And I'm sure, you know, people do pray and everything, but uh what you said was so profound because it was a word that came across um, even, yes, at the beginning of the week or through the weekend, last weekend as well. It was a message that uh, I remember listening to. And it was a matter that, um, just like you said, we don't, uh, we don't open ourselves up to, Actually, it, it comes down to, you know, with faith, belief comes with faith. If, if we don't believe, we can't receive it. If we don't have the faith, we need to have the faith. And in order to do that, we have to open ourselves up to receive it. And um, it was a matter that God can do all things. And you quoted quite a few things that I remember hearing about um, this past week, and, and it just fell right in place. Uh, with what the subject was uh, as far as faith was concerned. So I'm glad that you brought that this up as the subject because it just it confirms everything that was already talked about as well. Amen. Anybody else? It, yeah, I, I was going to say that oftentimes we we say that we have faith but what we're really saying is that we've got the ability to see but don't have the ability to to walk without seeing. In other words, we just we we say one thing when we're actually doing something else and we're not uh giving credit and glory and honor to the Lord that he can perform miracles through us, but we don't we don't believe that we can actually do something like that. Okay. Okay. Anyone else? Well, one of the things I wrote on Facebook today about this is, um, uh, and this is actually my heart. This is what I'm actually. When I wrote this, I was actually talking about myself. For example, 
I, and I, I said, you have to surround yourself with people who have a mindset of no limitations. Mm-hmm. And what, and I'm paraphrase this. A lot of times what happens is, um, for example, in my life, you know, the Lord is trying to take me, people with me, um, to a, another place in him. And yet we try to hold on to old wine. We try to hold on to the old wineskins. Yes. The Lord's calling us to walk in the new wineskin. Right. And you have to, it's, it's, and a lot of times people don't know that, you know, there's an old wineskin on them. It's a, it's a churchy, uh, a churchy mindset. This is, I'm reading off of Facebook right now. Uh, the problem with a religious churchy mindset is that it's a tunnel view of how things should be done. Um, um, and so we limit the way, you know, if we look to God, God will give us strategies how to uh, uh, do things that, nor, you know, naturally you can't do it. Because in church, excuse the expression, quote, church life, in some instances we were suppressed and we were taught a gospel with limitations. Yes. Uh, um, um and, and God is trying to shed that from us right now. And so uh, I wrote here that, um, um, you know, Jesus and them knew they had to pay taxes. And I said, well, he didn't go to the loan company. He, he received a strategy from the father. They said, well, go down to the water and there's, there's the tax money in the fish's mouth. <laughs> and so I know this might sound strange. It's, it's scripture. But, um, the, you know, the Lord is trying to get us to have a renewed mind. And, and uh, you know, we hear this word uh, shift. You know, there's a shift coming, shift, shift, shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there is a shift coming, but it's only going to happen for people who have, uh, whose minds are ready to what? Uh, uh, comprehend and receive it and walk in it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, you, if, you, if, you're, if you're trying to go, into a new place in God now, the, the way you did it ten years ago, it's not going to work. So you have to, uh, and, you know, a lot of times we just don't know what the new wine skin is because we're, we're so used to thinking the way we think, and we have to shed that. I'm, I'm talking too much, but go uh, go ahead, anyone. <laughs> well, I, I guess you made the point that I was trying to make in. Uh... And uh, I believe that uh, we need the ability and the desire to find God in in whatever place He might be. That we we seek to be a part of where He's at now, and not yesterday. Right. Looking looking for tomorrow with Him. Amen. 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 I was, I was thinking, um, like I'm, I'm going to use for example the way that I do the kids in the classroom, and the way that I did my my kids about teaching them about faith. It's kind of like I don't know if I'm saying it the right way. They have to be taught faith, and when I say they have to be taught faith, they have to experience faith. So mm-hmm. um, the way I do the kids, I had two boxes: um, a prayer box and an answer box. And I have them put the prayers in one box, and then we pray over it, and then we wait some time, and then we go back through that box, you know, months later or however long, 
and then we pull out all the answered prayers and put it over into the other box. So it's kind of like a hands-on type thing for a kid. You know, he said, tells us to have a childlike faith, <clears throat> childlike faith, because they don't really know that they already have that faith. You know, like when they ask for a bike or something like that, they already know they're going to get it. You know, they're asking for it by faith, um, but they don't know that's what it is. So to put it in a picture, a picture for them, um, I put it in the box. I mean, not a picture, but, you know, for them to visualize it. And Okay, okay. I think that's a way to do it, and also by them experiencing it, you know, they, they've been experiencing it for all these years, but they never knew it. So by, by them pulling out the paper and they, oh, I did have faith because I prayed about it, and he did answer it. You know, look at what he answered. Or uh, another thing is with faith, um, you have to just do it because if you don't just do it, then you then you start doubting. You start wondering, and you start coming up with all these thoughts, well, it can't happen this way. It can't, you know, you start coming up with all these um world like their logic on things. People say, I don't think logically, but it's not that I don't think logically. I think that God said he can do anything. So I kind of, you know, people think I'm crazy about the things that I say and the things that I expect because basically if you're going to pray about it or if you want it, don't waste your time to ask for it if you don't expect to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because um, I, I don't know. I don't know how I'm trying to say it, but if you're going to ask for it, expect it. And if you're going to expect it, then it's faith because you can't see it. So, okay. Um, okay. I guess I'm saying that right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Anyone else? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Dr. Shaw. Um, Sister um, uh, Tisa had mentioned, um, and the words live expectantly came up right as she was talking and um, that I think that was a great example that she gave the kids uh, because that that uh, was an increase for them to begin to understand what faith was about. And another thing was that um, you know we we still have to work while we're here, but we have to give God our best. And when we give Him our best, that's when He comes through. It's like giving Him the glory in our lives. If we're not, you know, if we're caught up in our fleshly atmosphere and caught up into everything else, we're not open up to receive him or even to hear him or get the directions from him uh, to take us where we need to go. He wants to take us higher, and so we have to live expectantly. I think that was in First Thessalonians 4, 16 16 through 18, and and it's a matter of um, uh, there are some of us who are some of those, I don't want to say uh, trying to release, but um, those who are bound uh, for forever under one thing or another, and you mentioned religiosity, and but we have to be willing to swim against the stream, and, and we can't always do as others do. Um, the Lord told us to walk in his ways, right? So we have to be bound under heaven and not under the flesh, not under the earthly bound, not under the earthly gates here that are keeping us from moving ahead. Um, But we must be willing and obedient unto the Lord, and we have to continue to endure um, 
by his word. We have to know who we are. We are his children. We have to know that, you know, the the, the New Testament, you know, we're bringing on new disciples these days. I mean, things are happening and the gates are opening up um, for the new Jerusalem. So here we are now. We're trying to reestablish um, the arm of the government uh, of God. We're trying to reestablish who we are because for a long time we didn't know because for a long time, you know, we weren't told. I mean, we were told by the word, but we didn't know and realize because of our teaching certain things did not come with a revelation. Okay, but now we have a revelation of who we are. When he died on Calvary, he opened up the gates, the floodwaters came in. He said he'll pour out a blessing above all that. You know, this is something that we can can't even ask or think. And but in order to be able to re- receive all of that, to to take the faith that we need to to get all that God has given us in our inheritance that He promised us, I, I, whatever He says He can do, He can do. It's just we have to recognize that, and we have to know, like we've been saying tonight, that all things are possible uh, if we believe. And so, you know, it's a matter of, of creating a new platform that um, Mike, you uh, Apostle quoted uh, Romans 12 and 1 uh, about, um, you know, I beseech you, brother, by the mercy of God, that you present yourself a living sacrifice, you know, holy, acceptable unto God, what is the reasonable service, and be not conformed of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so it takes that transformation for us to realize who we are. And I think this is something that I've, I've um, taught about. I don't want to say preach, but it was, it was the Sunday that I had to speak. I, I brought that up in saying, you know, we have to recognize who we are in order to receive all that we have coming. And if we know we have an inheritance, we have to recognize where it's going to come from and who's this giving us our inheritance. And because we are the sons of God, we, we 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 may not know who we are, but we have to learn who we are and receive what is promised by us. But we have to be aware and able and and willing. And the faith will open the doors of what we're supposed to have. Our belief has to be there in order to know that we can get all that God has for us if we open ourselves up to Him. Okay, I'm done. That's all I have. Hmm. All right. Anybody else? Um, I can't remember your name. You just came on. Any uh, commerce questions? I don't think she can talk. She's at work. Okay, okay. Yeah. What, she she said she's still on here. She's still on here. Larissa Gamble. Larissa Gamble. So I'm... In a few minutes, I'm gonna to have to get off because I have to prepare for a trip. But um, one of the things that comes that comes to my mind, as is, is far as we're talking about no limitations, is the fact that you know if you're filled with His Spirit, that you know the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord, you know, wants to release through you His gifts. You know, the gifts of the Spirit, certainly the fruit of the Spirit. But the gifts of the Spirit, so the body can be blessed and individuals can be blessed. And um, it takes a, uh, it's necessary for people 
in uh, Philippians, I think, chapter um, 3. Uh, Paul made this statement, just, he made this um, this testimony. He was from the tribe of Benjamin. You know, he had a lot of, you know, great education, etc. you know, whatever. But he counted all that as dung, you know, that he may win Christ. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that, one of the things that he was, uh, what he was saying is I talk about gifts here quickly. And in the book of Galatians, it says that, you know, when he, when he was saved, he went into Arabia. He went away, away with God, so the Lord could what? So he couldn't have the world's, the world's knowledge, you know, just pumped into him. He had to get away from that, and went into Arabia, and was with the Lord Jesus, so that, and and that's why we see all of the revelatory. Uh, teaching epistles that were read that were written by Paul because he went away, got away with him, and as you said, Doctor Shaw had that revelatory truth. You know, he began to teach and preach through revelation, and uh, also, you know, the gifts of the Spirit began to uh, uh, f- function and work for him. So, uh, what I'm trying to say is, in our natural minds, we'll try to do things with our five senses. When we take the limit off God and our minds begin to to change and, and we begin to think like Him, then we allow the Spirit. We 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 receive. Then we follow the mind of Christ and not our mind. And I don't have time to continue this, but simply saying, we have to move and function and live outside of our five senses into that what they call the sixth sense. Some people call it faith. I'm just gonna call it the mind of the mind of Christ. And so um we got somebody else coming on from North Carolina. Um is this a Dumas? God bless you, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's the higher you doing? sir. I'm doing well. Right. I'm doing well. Uh, just just for a minute, if I can just step away, uh, Doctor Shaw, can you just kind of keep this going for a minute? Okay. Um, okay. I'm gonna step away for a moment. Okay. Uh, does Does someone have their speaker on the phone? Because it's a. Oh, I'm hearing a feedback. No. Okay. If uh, everybody's on mute, that helps too. Okay. All right. Um, just just to give you um, a summary of what Apostle had spoken about, that he's going to be getting off the call very shortly to prepare for a trip. But he was mentioning that the understanding that we must have that we should not have any limitations, but that we should have faith, and um, how the people of God uh, sometimes. Uh, do not understand that there are greater things in our life that God wants to give us, but because of our limitations that we place on ourselves, you know, sometimes we don't see the bigger picture. And um, that um, uh, sometimes things happen from our past and our childhood or relationships or even in other churches, and uh, the spirit of God has been suppressed in us where we're not allowed to come up 
and that uh, God has a lot more for us than, uh, you know, we, uh, it's not that we don't allow him. He can do all things because all things are possible to him. Um, But um, we're putting limits on ourselves that he can't move in our lives because of that. And um, that our minds have to be renewed, as in Romans 12 and 1, um, where, you know, our minds, it says, let this mind, 12 and 2, let this mind be in you, it's, um, be transformed by the renewing of your mind, is, is what is spoken there. And uh, sometimes we walk as carnal men, carnal men in, in the flesh, and and, uh, and we shouldn't limit ourselves in God, and that uh, we have to understand that he can do all things. So, um Apostle brought in um, the incident with Moses at the Red Sea and uh, when he didn't know what to do and he asked God and God told him to stretch out the staff and divide the sea. Who would have thought that this would have happened? Uh, In our carnal mind, you know, we, uh, and as Apostle summed up this whole thing just a few minutes ago was saying that, you know, uh, in all that we uh, see or think or, or do, we use our natural senses in doing that, our six senses, and yet there is a seventh sense. Uh, there is a gift of faith, and it's a matter that uh, we have to use the Holy Spirit, let the Holy Spirit, um, the sense of the Holy Spirit be the thing that guides and leads us. And, um, you know, we have to understand that this is the gift of the Spirit. It's called the gift of faith, and he speaks that... Um, you know, we have to obey uh, and do God's will in order to receive. Uh, and in receiving and in having faith, um, there is belief. I mean, we have to believe that we can uh, gain the faith. We have to believe that God can do. We have to know that God is present, uh, ever-present in, in our life. So that's um, as much as I had gotten from what was taking place. And, um, you know, I'm going to um, let me see if if, um, if there's any other questions. Um, let's see. Okay. Yes, I'm, ba- I'm back okay. here oh, okay. very quickly. Okay. Uh, uh, for, yes, for uh, Okay, so that's basically it. Um, any Anybody have any extra comments to that? Um, uh, Anything else? You can unmute to get in to speak if you will, please. Anybody ready to uh, confirm what you had or is there any example in your life that you can speak that you had uh, dealt with on this level? Or what is your understanding or your revelation of this that was said? You can unmute. Uh, even uh, I think I'm off the mute here. Okay. Even uh, please understand that if you have a ministry, please understand that um, you know allow God to do what He wants to through you through your ministry, which is actually His ministry through you. Uh, take the limits off of that. Um, just believe in God. You have to see the big picture, and 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 uh, that picture is God's picture. I was told um, here recently, somebody prophesied and said, you know, the Lord said, uh, you know, don't, uh, you know, even limit 
yourself based on how much money you have, but um, see how much money he had, that God has. You know, in other words, don't let anything you know deter you based on what you see in the natural. And uh, that's a lot of times what we do. We make decisions based on what we see with our five senses. We have to see, uh, know the mind of Christ. That's why it's said in the New Testament, especially in Revelations, uh, uh, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. You know, not what the uh, wind is saying, not what the economy is saying, not what the political uh, 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 horizon is saying, but what is God saying to do? Because God is a God of no limitations, and that means we have to be people of no limitations. Amen. There's nothing too hard for him to do. And we have to not just affirm that uh, verbally. We have to uh, act that way. We have to think that way. If a wall if a wall is presented to you, if a hindrance, if a stumbling block, I mean, not a stumbling block, if something uh, comes to resist you, you have to speak to it. You have to speak to the mountains. No, it's got to go away. Um, let me let me say this, and, and, and I'm, then I'm going to close. So I, up the street from where I live, there's a lady from, she lives here in South Euclid, Ohio, and uh, she's from Liberia, though, and she goes back to Liberia once a year. And uh, she's been, she was a few years ago trying to build a um, orphanage, you know, for some, you know, orphans there in Monrovia, Liberia. And... Um, uh, there was some kind of um, natural, uh, I think it was a valley or something. She couldn't get the construction done because of the um, a valley or something or, you know, the separation of the land or whatever. But she prayed and believed God. And it just so happened that the United Nations was in the area. And what God did, at no cost, he used I think he used the Pakistan uh, section of the United Nations, and they built this bridge for her, so that the orphanage could be built. Mm-hmm. I, I, I and I'm paraphrasing this. Uh, I can't remember it in detail, but I know the United Nations built this thing that God told her to build uh, the the bridge so that. They could transport the information, uh, the construction materials to get it done. Uh, oh, I remember now. It was actually um, um, some kind of hill, some kind of mountain, and they it wasn't a bridge. They used um, the uh, land moving equipment, whatever that's called, earth moving equipment, to level it out, and so they were able to go over and uh, on on the flat ground and, and do the thing that God told them to do. So uh, a lot of times, you know, that's why we say the battle is in our minds. And so we have to think, we have to think like God thinks. And we need to read his word and pray and, and let his mind be in us. So we think like him and, and see the, and live the abundant life and um, uh, let him do exploits in and through us. So God bless you. And, um, uh, Apostle Shank, um, Dr. Shaw, you all can uh, kind of, you know, ask questions or go uh, around. 
the round table and see if anybody has any comments. But uh, forgive me, Saints. I'm, I'm gonna. My wife's about to leave. I'm getting ready to greet her because I'm not gonna see her till Monday after she, because I'm leaving town. So I want to. I want to go see her. Is that? I'm being being very plain. <laughs> so uh, we thank the Lord, Amen, for you. I will put it in you you all's hands. Okay. All right. Okay. Elder Shane, go ahead. Well, I. Uh believe that uh, we need to have faith that uh, God will use us, he will work through us, and able to perform whatever he wants, whenever he wants, wherever he wants, and that we are to just have faith that he can go ahead and use us or do through us or just be a part of what he uh, he wants. Tisa, what about you? What do you think about all of this? Empathetic. <laughs> um, I'm agreeing with what you all are saying. You know, you got to open yourself up because basically I, I call it um, stepping out of the box because we keep ourselves closed in and I can't do this because somebody else couldn't do it or whatever. But the only way that we're going to be able to see what God can do is to step out on what we ask for or what we're praying about because it's not just going to come knock on the door. you got to to meet part of faith is also um, taking that first step. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, he'll do the rest. That's what I think of it, that he'll do the rest. Do, because it's kind of like what Apostle said, that um, he's not going to force himself on you. I mean, right. force you to do something. So that's, I guess, what I mean when I say take that first step. So by you taking that first step, you letting God know that I'm willing to um, go the rest of the way, the way you're going to lead me or however you're going to tell me to do or do whatever. Um, and, I mean, just for an example, I mean, as a witness, uh Basically, whatever you ask for, well, he's going to do it anyway. So you just got to believe that he's going to do it. You just got I mean, just kind of like asking notice. Asking notice is already done. Like I said, a kid, when they put, when they want something for Christmas, they want something for their birthday, they have faith. But, I mean, they're not asking a miss. He said, don't don't ask a miss. Basically, don't ask if you're not expecting it. So, um, and, of course, we can't see what we're asking for, so that's faith. So, I mean, if you really look at it, you have faith just by asking for it. And it doesn't have to be things. I'm not saying things and material stuff, but, I mean, in any area. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I know how to live because um, even if we were talking about things and material things and finances or whatever, you know how they say the, the money just don't add up to the bills or, you know, just for an example. Um, you know, you write it down on paper, just don't add up to what you had, but it got taken care of, what needed mm-hmm. to be done. Mm-hmm. So, so it's kind of like um, you really walking by faith anyway because, um, well, that's the only way I can live because I don't see it. <laughs> I mean, I can't see what needs to be done, and he always do it. So. Mm-hmm. It gets done. Yeah. Yeah, all glory, and all glory goes to God. Cause it, I mean, you can't, and that's another thing with faith. You it, you can never turn around and say, I did it. No. It was because of me or because of man. 
It's always gonna be a, it's always gonna be with. I mean, we just gotta be uh, willing enough to give him that praise afterwards, give him that that honor that he did it. Right. You know, don't take it on ourselves like we did something. That's right. That's right. All of that is absolutely right. It, it just goes to show because in all things, every, anything we do, God has to get the glory in it. And uh, what you said, we must believe it. I, I can't say that enough. We have to believe it. But I like the idea that you said step out of the box and that we have to meet him. Because uh, another thing that was mentioned was that, you know, God gives us a choice. He doesn't take it upon himself to make us do anything. And, um, you know, he he wants us to, but he's not going to make us do it. He's not going to make us until we understand or we come to re- the revelation. So all of that is good. And uh, Elder Shank, uh, same thing. Uh, we have to have faith that God is going to perform through us and use us to do that. And use us to his glory is, is the main thing. And so, you know, he, he wants us to be... Um, able to recognize who he is, and and uh, we have to understand uh, where our belief should lie, and whose report is this? It's, it's his, or everything that is out here is his. Everything that uh, is made is through him, and so we have to trust and believe. Um, Elder Dumas, what do you think about faith, and how do you say it? <laughs> Well, praise the Lord. I'm sorry to uh, tell the pastor and Dr. Shaw um, and the rest of uh, the ministry. Uh, I was sorry that I didn't get on the line uh, time enough, but um, I want y'all to forgive me. But uh, mm-hmm. what I heard was really interesting to me. Um, you know, faith is something that we cannot see, but we believe by faith. Uh we not we not could see it, but we we speak it, and God knows from our heart where we believe it, and you know then it comes to pass. Um, and I was thinking on today um, that if you know we can do all things through Christ that strengthen me, we can do all things, not some things, and and the Lord laid on my heart. Uh, who shall you choose? Uh, the one that can do some things, or the one that can do all things. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we have to choose Christ. Cause man can't do with so much. Man cannot do all things. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have, we know that God is able. The faith that he can do all things, you know, so we have to, there's a, it's a, a place uh, that we have to believe and have faith. And once we believe that God can do all things, uh, it has been proved, but, you know, it's a, saying it from our lips and, you know, God look at the heart, man look at the after period. You know, look at you know the things that we say, uh, how we act. But God look at the hearts. God knows our hearts, mm-hmm. so He knows that we, whether we got faith or not, He knows where we believe or not. Um, mm-hmm. So we have to uh, be honest uh, that we're dealing with a, 
a God that know all things mm-hmm. and all things that you know that we can do through Him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so His faith believes, uh, but we can sometimes we, we speak faith, but we don't uh, really have faith. But uh, because it don't come when we want it, or come on uh, when we think it come, but we still have to have faith. Mm-hmm. God, you know, or sometimes our faith is tested. Uh, sometimes it may not come, but whenever it comes, it's always on time. Amen. So, um, many obstacles come in our way. David um, had a lot of promise in his life. Uh, the Hebrew boys had a lot of promise in their life. So all the apostles, all the, um, the peoples that we read about in the Bible, uh, his, uh, they went through um, um, different um, experience in life. Yes. Uh, and but then you know the Hebrew boys they was put in the furnace of fire. They said, you know, mm-hmm. we know that my God is able to deliver me. If He don't deliver me, I still know that He's still able. So mm-hmm. uh, we, you know. It's a faith truth, you know. You your faith have to be you have to be you know real when you when you speak, you know, because you're speaking to a God that knows all things. Now we you know we could you can speak to me and I can I take oh yes you know she or he or they really believe they really got faith, but really do we really have faith? You know, in our hearts, you know. When we don't see no way when it's raining and it's cold and and we don't have any finance in our pocket, we don't have a, the sufficient things that we need, and everybody else walk around with a nice house and nice car and nice clothes and but sometimes that we'll look at that person and lose faith, you know. But we continue looking to God. He so said, "When God bring you out, He bring you out." Mm. So it's a it's a really a good um, uh, lesson of faith. And I, you know, I was paralyzed for five years. Mm. I was I couldn't walk. For, for, I walked with crutches and sticks for five years. And I asked God. I said, "Lord, why?" Uh, do I have to go through this? And he said, if you never go through nothing, you never can tell nobody else nothing. Sometimes I'll test and I'll try it before our own benefits. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what, you know, reacting and believing that we're serving a God that can do all things. Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. my Amen. That was very wholesome, Elder Dumas. Thank you for that. And uh, totally, it's something that comes from the heart. And like you said, God, God knows our heart. And uh, he knows all things and sees all things. And so uh, we can't just speak about faith. We have to live it and believe it. And um, as it does happen where we get tested, and we know if we fail one test, we're going to get it again. 
you know, they used to say, if you don't succeed, try, try again. It just seems like that's that's kind of what happens um, when we get tested. Until we pass that test, you know, sometimes it's a test of faith. And um, faith is real, and God knows that uh, we must believe in order to receive it. And so um, it was an act of faith that you are no longer paralyzed after all of that. And, you know, sometimes we go through situations like that in our health, or we go through situations like that when uh, money seems to disappear and or we're in need one way or another and uh, we have to depend depend on the Lord to bring us out. You know, it's a matter of how much faith that you have um, that God will bring you out. You have to know that God said he'll never leave you nor forsake you. And um, that's, that's one sure thing, but uh, he definitely will be there for you. And uh, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that you mentioned, um, uh, the Hebrew boys, uh, uh, Elder uh, Dumas, um, I hadn't heard that story in a while. It used to be something you would hear all the time. And, and um, you know, they didn't even get singed. They didn't get burnt. They didn't, you know, but they were tested. And uh, they still, they believed. They stood on the word of God. They stood on his promises. They stood no matter what. They were thrown in the pit of fire. They stood on even what they believed in, and God saw them through. It no longer was three boys down there, but um, it was four when they realized that um, they weren't alone, and um, they knew they wouldn't be burned. They had that kind of faith and uh, unwavering faith, and and I think we have to steadfast, you know, the song Steadfast and Movable, always in the work of the Lord. It's it's a meaning behind being steadfast, and... and, um, we have to uh, just stay strong because uh, God is in the saving business and uh, he wants us to be saved, but he wants us to believe in only him where we don't have to depend on anything and anybody else. But if we can just believe on him, everything's going to be all right. Is there anybody else? Anybody else? Thank you, Elder Shank. Thank you, Tisa. Thank you, uh, Elder Dumas. And uh, thank you, uh, Marissa, uh, for being on the call. Um, Definitely, uh, I'm happy that you were able to join us. And um, because we are at the 9 o'clock hour, not that that we have to deal with a timetable in what we do, um, but the roundtable normally is about an hour. And um, if there's no other business. If there is nothing else that you want to add, you're open to add to the word that came out this evening. Any of you, if you want to give any last-minute remarks, anybody, last-minute remarks, something to take back with you for this week, something to help you through, you know, if we speak to the mountain, uh, you know, that mountain can be removed. We have to understand that God can do all things, and um, we have to know that this battle is not ours when we're in a battle, um, that God is the one that takes us through, you know, uh, uh, without God, we can do nothing, uh, but with God, all things are possible, amen, amen, and, and uh, 
if there's no further comment, I'm going to ask Elder Shank if you would uh, dismiss us in prayer and just for all of you to be safe for the week to come. Elder Shank. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you. We praise you. We bless your name. Lord, we thank you for this evening's roundtable. Lord, we just leave everything in your hands that you'll use us as you see fit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, I'm going to say good night to everybody. Uh, may good God night. bless you in the week to come. And totally um, praying that you have faith that God is going to move on your behalf. And just know that he is. He is who he is. He says, I am who I am. So we know that God is able. Amen. And Amen. I'm going to say good night to everybody. Be blessed. Okay. Bye-bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.